Hey, we're live. We're doing a live stream today. And let me tell you something. Tonight was a bad night to be a pitcher. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. If you don't believe me, there's my lower third. It says Sully. I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcaster for over a decade. This is my fifth season here at the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you're watching us live, and I see I've got at least a, a few eyeballs in the live feed there, hey, uh, you can tell we're doing a crossover today. I'm in the Bay Area. So is Ben Kaspik of Lockdown Giants. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I was I was sweating it out there for the end of this second Giants game of the day, but it wow. ended in my favor. So I'm 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 better now. So tell you what, we're going to be covering the the fact that the Giants added two wins to their win column today. Um, Today was just a surreal day, but I will just say, first and foremost, the most important thing, a lot of people were swinging for the fences all day, and you could swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks. You could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms for detail for use. Currently operational in over 30 states. That's more than half. Check out Sleeper today. So, um, yeah, uh, by the way, follow us on Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. I'm your pal, Sully. I'm on Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. By the way, nobody has guessed our trivia question yet from the other day, so I'm going to throw it out there one more time. One more time. It's this. There have been several instances. I have to say several because someone did it twice. There have been several instances where the pitcher who won the Cy Young Award for that year also won the World Series MVP for the very same year. Who is the only two to not be in the Hall of Fame? I made one mistake. I said there was only one. Two are not in the Hall of Fame. Won the Cy Young Award and the uh, World Series MVP. So send those questions along. And away we go. Hey, uh, let's bounce around the league for a second before we break down the one and a half Giants games. Um, We are obliged to bring up Shohei Otani at all costs for all, you know, it boosts our our numbers. Everyone's interested. Anytime you say Shohei Otani, uh, it goes up a little bit. He got an RBI triple today. The Angels beat the Yankees again. Uh, there, we have fulfilled our obligation to mention Shohei Otani. By the way, the Red Sox lost uh, right across the bay uh, to the A's. Hey, the A's aren't going to lose 162 games. They're going to win a game every once in a while. They have to win against the Red Sox, but it didn't really hurt them because uh, the Yankees lost too. Um, by the way, in the uh, Phillies' win over the Milwaukee Brewers, Kyle Schwarber homered. Bryson uh, Stock got a big RBI single. The Brewers... Cannot capitalize on the Reds' day because the Phillies 
beat them in a four to three win. Um, remember when the Pirates were in first place by themselves less than two months ago? Yeah, they're now in the basement. Once again, they got clobbered by Cleveland, ten to one. Uh, Josh Naylor hit a pair of home runs. The Pirates were down five nothing before they even came to bat. Ben, do you know that that Simpsons meme where Grandpa Simpson walks in to the into like I guess into the restaurant and he sees that Bart is working as the uh, the the maitre d and he just walks in, turns right, right around, and walks right back out. That must have been Pirate fans tonight. You know, <laughs> I feel badly for them. I feel badly for them. Uh, they're not, they're in last place now because the Cardinals won with a walk-off home run by Nolan Arenado. Remember how the Marlins have been a wild card team since May? Well, right now they're not anymore. They fell out of that spot, which now the Phillies, uh, occupied. Now, Ben and I are going to be talking about the, the picked up the, uh, uh, what was it? The suspended game that was finished today and the slugfest, which I'm not convinced is over, uh, for the nightcap. But there were other slugfests today. Did you see what happened between the White Sox and the Mets? I saw the score. I didn't really see much of the game. Wow. Um, Alvarez homered twice for the Mets. Tim Anderson uh, had a three-hit day. Final score was 11-10. to 10. This was not the best showcase for Lucas Giolito if no. they were trying to trade him because he gave up eight runs in less than four innings. File that under yikes. <clears throat> um, the Royals and the Tigers are both going nowhere, so the pitchers took the night off. Another 11-10 game. The Tigers scored four runs in the night that it was not enough. And uh, who is the hottest team in the National League West? It might be the Rockies. They took two out of three from the Yankees, and they won against the Astros. Chris Bryant, remember him? He got a big home run for the Rocks. I hope he spends the rest of his career in Denver counting his money padding his stats, and polishing his World Series ring. Uh, the Rays are in a slump. They lost to the Rangers, three-run home run by Corey Seager, who should be a Yankee, but he's a Ranger. Uh, the Orioles could not take advantage of that. They were thumped by the Dodgers, 10-3. to Jason Hayward, remember him? He got a big home run. Uh, two more World Series champs for other teams helped the Padres win, Joe Musgrove and Juan Soto. But here's the question, Ben. Before we get to the Giants' weird and fun day, did you see any part of the strangest game of the year, which was between Arizona and Atlanta. Did you see any part of that? I was following it. I saw all the home runs that were hit. I saw Matt Olson make a big error. And I was disappointed ultimately, you know, because the D-backs are in the race with the Giants. And I thought the Braves were going to pull it out. But but no, the crazy game went the D-backs way. Well, and, and it's like these are two teams, the Braves and the Diamondbacks, are supposedly two of the best pitching teams. And uh, 16 to 13, it was 5 to 2 after 1. It was 7 to 5 after 2. Austin Riley hit two home runs and drove in seven runs. And Cattell Marte got three hits. It was Perdoma got the two-run double in the ninth inning, put the Diamondbacks up uh, 16 to 13. So, I mean, look, right now, I mean, the Astros have a one-and-a-half game lead over the Red Sox of all team in the uh, the American League wild card. Uh, as it stands right now, it looks like Minnesota is going to beat the Mariners, which means that the Twins are going to hold on to a game-and-a-half lead over the suddenly slugging uh, Cleveland in- uh, mm, Guardians. 
Um, but let's take a long, close look at the National League right now because that's, again, it's weird. Braves got thumped. They still have a nine-and-a-half game lead, so there's no, they're, they're not in trouble. Uh, the Brewers can't, you know, can't lose any – in fact, they, they lost and gained ground because of the Reds dropping two games. You're early. welcome. And um, the Dodgers, with their two game, they've won eight of their last ten – um, all you know, the Dodgers, the 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 entire National League West won. The Dodgers, the Giants, the Diamondbacks, San Diego, and Colorado all won. The Dodgers are currently up uh, two games in the loss column on the San Francisco Giants, who have won their last seven games. And I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. It's never the wrong time of the year to go on a seven-game winning streak. So. Look at Ben. This was not a good day for pitching, but that's us bouncing around the league right now. We come back for segment two. Ben and I are going to get on the high diving board. We're going to do a deep dive on a just a absolutely nail-biting day for the San Francisco Giants and a hair-pulling day for the Cincinnati Reds. And it's a day where... Uh, do you know what? If the Giants wind up making the postseason this year, earmark the 18th day of July because this was a big day. Hey, let's talk a little bit about our new sponsor. Who is it? It's Dave. Now, let me tell you something. We've all been in situations where we need a little bit of cash. You know, we need that little financial boost. Maybe you get hit by a new bill. Maybe you have to, uh, maybe it's a car repair you're not expected. There's something, oh, cause that, that an expense hits you and uh, you're not paid. At, you're, you know, you pay days in a couple of days. You know, we get in these little pinches. No one's fault. But this way, Dave is great. Dave can get you cash when you need a hand between paychecks. Can help you build credit by settling extra cash advances on time. Dave is a banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check. No late fees. It's part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance the money you need with no interest and settle up later. Extra cash gives you more money to buy groceries, fill the tank, and take care of those unexpected bills or, you know, get your car repaired. Take care of a medical bill. I don't know what it is. But without having to wait for your next paycheck, Dave helps smooth the way over. You can build up credit while you settle on time. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make their finances easier. So if you're in a pinch, get the help you need by downloading Dave. Download Dave at dave.com slash MLB. That's dave.com slash MLB. You can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to Dave dot com slash mlb <clears throat> all right hey ben i'm i got you on here we did our tour of the league now let's talk giants um wow they had to play the the suspended game from the other day couple rain delays later came yet another wild game uh, you have the floor. Tell me your thoughts just just on the games themselves. Doval picked up a pair of saves, and 
you were throwing some great stats at me about um, about Flores. So let, let's talk a little bit about the fact that the Giants picked up two games in the win column in less than 24 hours. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge swing. You could you could lose both games and you're in a much different position. If you have a chance to play two games in the same day, and, and the thing is, when the first game resumed, it immediately was a big pressure situation with runners on second and third and one out in the eighth inning in a tie game. And there was like strategy involved because they actually pinch hit for J.D. Davis, which mm-hmm. was surprising because they don't normally do that. I know they platoon a lot, but J.D. Davis doesn't get platooned. The guy who hit for him was Lamont Wade, who doesn't even play the same position. And so uh, it was... Uh, I think it was a good move because J.D. Davis has some swing and miss, and that's really a spot where you want to put the ball in play. And uh, it ended up that Lamont Wade Jr. struck out. And then the next batter was hit by a pitch, Patrick Bailey, which loaded the bases. And then uh, they they had Mike Yastrzemski up. So two different kind of dangerous lefties against a righty reliever there. And he struck out. And so... That was a blown opportunity. They actually had yesterday, second and third, nobody out, and Conforto right. made it out, and then there was a rain delay that ultimately led to a suspension. But anyway, the Giants have just been able to pull these kinds of games out this year. And, you know, like on the road, that ballpark, that team with a chance to win it in the bottom of the ninth, Ellie De La Cruz gets on base, and then he steals second. He's originally called out. Replay calls him safe. So it's Ellie De La Cruz on second base as the winning run in the bottom of the ninth. So you're looking like you're going to lose that game. And they pick him off. They pick him off second base. I couldn't believe that. I completely, at that point, you know, you you know, when you, I didn't cut you off there, but you know, when you watch a game sometime and there's a moment where you just think, all right, this is, we lost, this is, I don't want to say, but like, but like you're saying, okay, this game's over. All right. And like, you're tempted to even turn it off. Like, I don't even, I don't want to see the inevitable. Yeah. Um, right. And that was, was that was a moment. I was completely convinced. Okay, this game. There's no scenario where they're going to lose this, or they're going to win this here. But though, there you go. Picked him off. I mean, the pickoffs just don't happen very often. And it wasn't like he was stealing either. He was just taking his secondary lead, and it was just a really, really good kind of spinning move by Tyler Rogers, who I, I don't know that I've ever even seen him throw to second to second base on a pickoff attempt. And it was just the perfect kind of moment to do it. And they got him in a rundown. They got him out. They got through the ninth. They went to the 10th and giants have been, I believe I don't have it pulled up, but I will in a second, pretty darn good in uh, extra any games this year, their record in extra six and two, the Padres, by the way, Oh, and nine, just to throw that out there and pour some salt in the wound for the Padres. But just the other day, they played an extra inning game in Pittsburgh, and they got, I think, five runs in the 10th. And so here, they get, I think, three, uh, or at least two in the 10th in the first game there. And then Camilo Duvall shut it down for what would be the first of two saves on the day for Duvall. And so, yeah, it's huge to pick up that win, even though they kind of they blew that opportunity, and then Ellie De La Cruz looked like he was going to win the game with a run in the ninth, and they somehow won it. And then they somehow won the next one, which was also an insane game. Uh, I don't want to ten. Uh, before we jump to the eleven to ten game, which is 
was either a great game, a horrible game, but I know there's no giant fans have any fingernails left after that yeah. game. I do want to go back to the one play that you kind of glossed over quickly in extra innings. Um, you know, they, uh, uh, Peterson doubled home the ghost runner to make it um, three to two in the 10th, but it was the play of India throwing wide to home when that, that scored um, Peterson, Peterson in extra innings that gave that extra run. Um, I, I thought Peterson was going to be nailed at that moment. And he was, and the throw was not a good one. I think a good throw may have gotten him, but there was a sense when that second run came in, that was like, okay, okay. Right. Because you know, you know, the Reds are going to get that free runner Mm -hmm. on second too. And so if you only get one and you're the road team, you're not feeling all that good about it. So if you have a chance to get a second, then, and then you do get that second, then it makes a world of difference. And, the, you know, you don't have to pay any attention to that guy on second base in the bottom of the inning if you have a two or more run lead. And that's exactly what happened. And Doval could just ignore him. In fact, I was looking down at the time, so I didn't see the move. But they were saying on the broadcast that he intentionally balked the runner over to third because they didn't want him looking in at the at the signs and relaying. I mean, I guess they're hitting pitch comms, so I don't know what yeah. he was doing. But So maybe it wasn't intentional. But yeah, Peterson, I thought, had a really good jump on that ground ball by Michael Conforto. Uh, he just, he got a good secondary lead and there was no hesitation, even though it was kind of a low liner that bounced somewhat close to India. So uh, Peterson, kind of a crafty, good base runner. Yeah. And he did yeah, that. I think he, he always did something has been. In, he always has yeah. been back in his days with, uh, with Los Angeles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was huge. And yeah, don't, I mean, that second run, I just can't, especially in a ballpark like that, is huge. And just even to get one, there's plenty of teams that, you know, and the Giants have had their moments of it too, where you can't get that guy in from second. And so, yeah, just, I mean, obviously the Padres have had their troubles being 0-9. I'm sure plenty of times they haven't been able to get that guy in. Okay, so the uh, the first game was tense enough. Now let's go to the one that was... Uh... Uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, cuckoo for cocoa puffs. However you want to put it, this was this one was crazy. Um, uh, and let's just—I'm just going to point out a couple of quick things at the beginning. Disclafani was terrible. Mm-hmm. Anthony Disclafani was terrible. Uh, Sean Manaya was not much better. Um, and look at—I'm not a cut your hair guy. I just know that when you have crazy hair and you're pitching great, it looks awesome. When you have crazy hair and you're pitching to a 5.82 earned run average, mix it up. And it goes the other way. If you're getting pounded, grow your beard out. Do something new. There's something about, you know, it's kind of like if you have a big, huge beard and you just got rocked. You got to think, just give me a razor. Get, get this thing off my face. And so I kept wanting. He's he's just been dreadful. Dr- absolutely dreadful, Shamanaya. He has had his stretches of being really, really, really bad. There was a stretch that kind of ended in the last couple outings that in which he was actually good out of the bullpen. Maybe yeah. like a like a like a eight game stretch or something where he was he was really good. But today you saw kind of struggling. It, it's command for him if he's mm-hmm. not 
if he's fallen behind, you're going to see walks, but you're also going to see hitter-friendly counts like 2-0, 3-1, 2-1, whatever, and then you've got to throw it in there, and then he, and then you get hit a little bit. So, yeah, overall, though, the body of work, you're right. It's not been great. Neither has it been great for Di Sclafani, although he started out great. He had a really good first month, but since then he's fallen off quite a bit. And yeah. Ross Stripling, is, it, they've had a lot, for a team that's, that's got a record like they have, they've, have a, uh, they've had a lot of individual pitchers really who have had kind of major struggles but they just they found a way to win even despite multiple pitchers having rough outings today and there was just there was rough there was rough defense today especially at the beginning of the game but when you and i were uh, getting prepped to do this uh, uh live cast uh you gave me a stat about wilmer flores and just 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 fire that along for, fire that along for me yeah so wilmer flores it was this game and the other game, which was played in parts of two days, but it's just two games. And he became the first Giants player since Barry Bonds in 2002, which was like a monster. It was arguably better than his 2001 season by some, mm-hmm. you know, calculations. But first player to have eight or more total bases in consecutive games for the Giants since 02 Barry Bonds. So total bases doesn't count walks. So it's just like basically if you hit two home runs, that's eight total bases, right? Cuz 4 and 4. Yeah. Yeah. And and so he didn't have two home runs in both games, but in one game, I think the first game he had a homer and he had two doubles, and then in the second game he had two homers. And so it's just crazy to me all the players that have come through Buster Posey it's not like they've had, you know, it's a tough ballpark and all that, but still, right. the first since Bonds, it's kind of just, I mean, yes, it's in Cincinnati, but the Giants go to Colorado every, yeah, every it's multiple still, it's times still a, a year. Stadium. And, and yeah, so Flores has been red hot, like absolutely red hot. And so. And, and he's so red hot, even when he hits into an inning ending double play, it still delivers the game tying run because he hit that line drive that um, uh, Benson caught and the throw came home and I think it was, it was it wisely scored. And I didn't Matos. think, I, and I didn't think, Oh, was it Matos who scored? I thought Matos. No, 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 no. Sorry. I thought you were asking who got thrown out. Okay. Yeah, wisely scored. And I remember I was watching the game and I thought, Oh, don't send him. Don't send him. Don't send him. Because I thought, I, I thought he was going to get nailed. I didn't think it was deep enough to score him. He's fast. Wisely scored. I barely know Wisely, so I didn't know how fast he was. I thought so. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, he's. Wisely scored, but then, um, uh, was it Mothos gets thrown out at at third? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, they tied the game on a double play that ends the inning. But so even if you hit into a double play, it's still a productive. By the way, um, it was Christian Encarnacion Strand of the Reds who hit the go-ahead home run in the fifth or sixth inning. And he's yet another guy who is on their top prospect list who's now on the team. They just keep bringing up young players. I mean, whether I know they're on a terrible slump right now, but if you're a Reds fan, even if they'd missed the postseason, which believe no one was picking the Reds to go to the postseason this year, um, uh, they are really putting together a tremendous foundation for the 2024 season. And, oh, yeah, just uh, uh, 
just in case the old timers want someone, Joey Votto hit a freaking home run as well. It was just everyone. I think you hit a home run today. It was such a bizarre game. Yeah, and the Giants came back multiple times, and those were like gut-punching moments with the Encarnacion strand three-run homer. It flipped a a two-run lead into a one-run deficit, but the Giants just answered right back, tied it in the sixth. They got three of their own in the top of the seventh, and then the Reds got two in the bottom of the seventh. To me, this game tonight, the second game, was really about getting to the back of the bullpen because the Giants had to use a bunch of pitchers. I mean, in between, they used Scott Alexander, and he's one of their normal kind of late-inning guys. But besides that, Di Sclafani, Manaya, Mauricio Yovera, and Jacob Junis, who are, who also kind of imploded and hasn't had a great season, mm-hmm. they they used a bunch of their B pitchers. You know, their non their non high leverage pitchers. But as soon as they were able to get to Taylor Rogers and Camilo Duvall for a second inning, they were clinging to a one run lead, and they shut. They put up two zeros uh, in the eighth and the ninth. And they absolutely needed to because it was 11 to 10. And so they've got the guys. They just had to get there. Before we go to another ad break, be honest with me, Ben. When Vado walked in the ninth, you thought they were going to rally to tie the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like, <laughs> just like with Ellie in the first game. I mean, Doval, you know, you've got all the trust in the world in Doval, but right. pitching for the second time in one yeah. day and that ballpark and the way this game had gone, yeah, for sure. It's not a great situation. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about where the Giants fit in this really difficult-to-predict National League West race. Hey, uh, by the way, if you have Sleeper on your on your phone, uh, today was not the day to put in pitchers to try to have your pitcher go, the, go far. But if you were going to put in Doval to Sleeper, guess what? you would have a couple of saves. If you were going to put in uh, Riley, wow, you're going to have a great day. This episode is brought to you in part by Sleeper. Want a chance to win more money with less picks, or is it fewer picks? I don't know about the grammar there, but head to Sleeper. You can win up to 100 times your money. If you don't believe me, look at that. Why would I lie? I got Sleeper right there, right there on the phone. I'm going to put in Austin Riley for five more home runs tomorrow. Why the heck not? They're offering 100 times payout for up to eight pick contests. Choose as many as eight players that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats like home runs, strikeouts, hits, or more. Get your picks right, and you can win big. You know what? If you think, well, look look at the people who are just hitting. Flores hitting home runs. Riley hitting home runs. Who's going to do it tomorrow? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I would pick for a bunch of people to hit home runs in the Giants-Reds game because yeah. everyone has an exhausted bullpen. Ben may have to come in and pitch a couple of innings. You are, I'm going to pick Ben. <laughs> I'm going to put a couple of innings in for you. Uh, guess what? More on those stats. Put them in there, and they can have f- fast and safe withdrawals when you win. Use promo code Locked On. You'll get up to $100 match in your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states, which is more than half. Check out Sleeper today. Oops. Always good to say oops in the middle of an ad read. Um, we're live. Hey, Ben. Um, 
this Giants team is starting to remind me a little bit of the 2021 Giants. I don't think the Giants, they're not going to win 107 games like that team did. But I, you and I talked about this. Um, I never thought they were as good as 107 wins. But I also didn't think they were as bad as 500. I think the reality is they're somewhere in the middle. And the difference is in uh, 2021, so many of those little blue pits fell in. And in 2022, they were caught. And this team right now, who is a, they are a wild card team as of this recording. Um, and they are perilously close to Los Angeles for, you know, they're right now, well, I'm going to, I'm right here. Uh, they are two games back in the loss column. They're a game and a half out of LA. Now LA obviously is an extraordinarily talented team. Um, and, but, the Giants are knocking on the door. They have leapfrogged the Arizona Diamondbacks. And they also would, they have the best record of all the wildcard teams now that they've passed Arizona. Um, tell me your thoughts. I mean, I think the Giants are positioning themselves well for a wildcard spot, but what should they do, especially in the fact in a couple of weeks we got the trade deadline? They got to make, they got to make a decision or three in terms of what kind of team they're going to be going forward. Yeah, it's a it's a good question. Their starting rotation has basically had two constants in Logan Webb and Alex Cobb. And outside yeah. of that, it's been a lot of kind of guys getting pushed out because the performance wasn't there, a la Sean Manaya. That's why he was not starting tonight. He started the year as a starter. Ross yeah. Stripling, who's going tomorrow, similar story. He was... I mean, if you want to look up the numbers, man, Stripling has been really, really bad. Yeah, I'm um, stunned. So, I'm stunned by how bad he's been, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, given the Giants' track record, they've done pretty well with with the free agent pitchers they've signed. Gosman, Rodon. I know that you know. I mean, Gosman, no, he wasn't Gosman until the Giants got their hands on him, mm-hmm. and so they helped him become what he's become. And so anyway, I mean, you could definitely look at starting pitching as and and not just depth. I think they have a lot of depth. They have a lot of guys who can be starters and give you innings and all that. But like frontline starting pitching. Yeah. And then another thing, their offense has kind of been until tonight scuffling a little bit. And at second base, Tyro Estrada is out with a fractured hand and they've they've kind of turned to some rookies like Brett Wisely Mm-hmm. And Casey Schmidt, who I would say in the last couple of days and tonight in particular, like they started to show some signs of life. But before that, they had been struggling a lot. And so you could look at just at the shortstop position, too. I mean, Brandon Crawford isn't the same as he once was. And and he's entering the last year of his contract. And so and there's not a lot of great shortstop free agents. So you could look at someone who could play shortstop like just how kind of they they acquired J.D. Davis last year at the deadline. And he's become, you know, when Longoria left, he was a nice guy to fill that void, given that he wasn't just a rental player. So I don't know that they'll only target rentals. I think having someone who they can bring back next year, maybe who could play shortstop, Mm -hmm. could make some sense. But yeah, I think like impact. I'm not sure they need like kind of these supplementary pieces. I think that they could use like like Otani would be the perfect player because he yeah. could be a starter for them, which they need frontline starter. And the 
only problem is Jock Peterson is like kind of primary DH, but if you can get Otani, maybe you figure that out. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you about that, you know, because I think Otani is one of the. Uh, I think San Francisco is one of the potential landing spots for Otani. You know, the Giants are have shown they desperately want to throw a lot of money at a big star. And they did, yes, uh, they did uh, uh, last winter, uh, throwing a lot of, at uh, at Judge and at Correa. It just didn't work out for either one. And in some ways, when you look at it, Correa has been underperforming and Judge is injured. You wonder if that was a blessing in disguise that they showed their fans they're willing to spend, but they didn't get saddled with any uh, injury on their on their. You know, it's tough, it's tough to throw Judge under the bus there because he's, you know, he's a remarkable player. That and his injury he had in Los Angeles was, you know, a bit of a fluke. But um, you know, if they could acquire Otani, if they could get into the Otani sweepstakes, um, yeah, he's worth whatever prospect you can you can throw at him. And maybe, just maybe, he gets exposed to what a great place San Francisco is to play. I don't know. It's a huge, you know, it's a huge, huge long shot. But yeah, Otani would be the ideal acquisition for, for San Francisco. Pretty much for anyone, but yeah, yeah, for the Giants. And and I think the fans would respond by yeah. packing the park, you know, to see this guy and the atmosphere would be back, you know, because they've had some like last year, the vibes were just kind of off and with the team and with the fans, you know, fans growing a little restless only the one playoff appearance since 2016 at this point, just 2021. Yeah. And this is a I team think that, that... I think also how better the ending of that series was against LA. You know, I think that yeah. also added to yeah. the fact that yeah. it was a wonderful game and a wonderful series ended on such a sour, like, you know, if, if it was a strike, if it was Scherzer striking him out or someone hitting a walk-off home, that's, that's one thing. But on a ticky-tack, you know, check swing, that's how it ended. It was such a whimper, you know. Right, and I didn't mean to bring that up. No, I mean it's crazy. And and Gabe Morales, who called him out as the umpire, was the home plate umpire tonight. And Wilmer Flores is doing his Barry Bonds impression in front of the guy who rung him up on a check swing that took the bat out of his hands. And yeah. I think a lot of people, Wilmer Flores is not like some flashy player that you find on the top page of MLB.com right. a lot, but the dude has power and the dude can run into some balls and hit homers. And so, yeah, you never know. Like he had a knack for clutch home runs in 2021. And so, yeah, I mean, he, the, the bat was taken out of his hands, obviously a home run or a hit. I mean, a home run is unlikely in that situation, but he could have done it and it would have been a walk-off because there was somebody on base in a one-run right. game. So, well, short of Otani, is there somebody on your wish list? It's kind of a weak class in terms of the players who are out there to trade for, I think. Lucas, Gio, Lucas Giolito didn't look very good today for no. Chicago. <laughs> no. Giolito, Giolito, yeah. Right, I mean, you're right. Like, you look at names like G Lucas Giolito and then you look at the performance and you're just kind of like, eh, I'm not so sure about that. I think a guy who stands out is Marcus Stroman because, first of all, the Giants love their ground ball guys. Now, you look at the three top ground ball pitchers in baseball, it's Logan Webb, Marcus Stroman, and Alex Cobb. And right. so 
Giants already have two of those guys, and they tried to sign. He was someone they they kind of went down the road with trying to sign him when he ultimately signed with the Cubs. And afterwards, he was like quoted as saying he he was so impressed with the Giants and he would love to play for the Giants someday. And so that kind of stands out to me. Also, in 2021, the Giants made a big trade with the Cubs. And so there's familiarity there uh, getting Chris Bryant. And so I think that makes a lot of sense. They they really could use another like stable, steady starter. And he kind of checks all the boxes and is a I know he's he's got like an opt out and so that makes it a little riskier but you know because if he gets hurt he could opt in and then you're stuck but but he's having such a good year he's probably just gonna opt out I think he'd be a phenomenal pick Uh, you know he'd be a great fit in San Francisco Mm -hmm. I think that you're right I mean he he'd be an ideal pitcher in that ballpark and then you're three and then you're three starting pitchers deep which is what you know you you would assume like assume let's assume they don't pass LA okay I mean you know I'm, I'm sure you would love for them to pass LA but let's assume LA wins the division um if you have two really good pitchers to try you know if you have three really good pitchers in a best of three series you've got to give yourself a chance to win that you know you're gonna be the you would have the home field and you'd be going up against I don't know, Miami, Philadelphia, Arizona, one of those teams, you would have the, you would probably have the leg up. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, granted, Arizona does have good, you know, the top two starting pitchers they have on there are both really good, but uh, we'll see what happens on there. This was a huge, huge night for the giants. Uh, we have someone in the comments section here where they say, Oh, Hey, Craig Brindle, who is uh, our resident, uh, who is our resident, uh, trivia king on here, a huge Cubs fan says Stroman is available. So I guess there we got to go. make, make an offer, make an offer. Ben, final thoughts today on this wild night for the Giants. Final thoughts are that the Giants are playing well. They've been a streaky team right before they were playing well. Right now, they were not playing well, and so uh, this is this is their toughest, uh, longest road trip. They're they're on an eleven game four city road trip including a makeup game in detroit after they get done with their 10 games through pittsburgh cincinnati and washington we've already had rain delays and so then they come home and then they've got this long stretch where they only travel to anaheim and so if you can play well on this road trip and then go home, you play the Oakland A's after that this is a period where the giants kind of need to pad the stats and so far they're doing it. It hasn't always been pretty. They swept the Pirates, but it was not an easy sweep. That team gave them a run for their money. And then today wasn't easy, but a win is a win. They're in the bank. And so Giants, like you said, kind of 2021 vibes at times, just doing what they need to do. And I totally agree. It's kind of like they're just maybe performing to their talent this year versus overperforming in 2021 and underperforming in 2022. And let me just say this one thing. I'm going to be there when the Giants play the Red Sox. So are you going to be there for any of those games? I haven't been to a game all year, and so I probably won't, but maybe. I'm going to go there, and full disclosure, I I am going to be wearing my Red Sox hat, but I'm I'm going to try and best. Fair enough. Giants fans will be, they're respectful. Well, the Giants are my—they're—they're my National League team. They're my—they were my dad's team. I was at the 2014 World Series, the only World Series game I've ever attended in my life. 
was in 2014. So I've, I've earned, I can earn some cred there. Hey, uh, Ben Kastrick, where can they follow your show? Uh, show is locked on Giants, of course. Your team every day, everywhere you get your podcast, and then I'm pretty active on Twitter at Ben Kaspic, K A S P I C K. Yeah, a little too active there. <laughs> no, but... no, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> All right, and cool. What yeah. about where can my listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram, or you can follow me. I'm your pal Sully and Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram, or you can follow us here on YouTube. Please subscribe because we're looking to meet our goal to get 1 billion followers. So let's just have 1 billion subscriptions. Yes. They all help out. Well, talking about a night where, guess what? It was not a night to be a pitcher, but it was a fun night to root for the Giants. This has been a Locked On MLB, Locked On Giants crossover. He's Ben Kaswick. I'm Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. <laughs>